Hey there, this is Dennis Anyone with Dennis Hensley, a podcast about making things up and making things happen. I talk to different creative people about how they do their thing and keep it going. And today my guest is actor Mark Cirillo. He is one of the stars of the web series Day Drunk Gays, and he is also recently seen on Netflix's Wet Hot American Summer as one of the counselors. So we talk all about that stuff. Before we get to that, though, a little housekeeping. Um, I'd love it if you visited DennisAnyone.net. You can subscribe to my newsletter there. You can also kick in a little to my virtual tip jar. It helps me pay for things like web hosting and uh, the website and just little expenses that come up with doing a podcast. Um, And I want to thank Chuck Zapruder and Beth Graham for their generous donations. It really helps and makes a difference, and I appreciate it. All right, um, that's about all. So without any further ado, here is the enchanting Mark Cirillo. Hey there, I am here in the Los Angeles home of actor Mark Cirillo. Mark Cirillo, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Dennis. I'm so excited to have you on here because, A, I love you, and B, you're fun. And see, you're all over my Netflix this summer in Wet Hot American Summer. I am. I'm excited to be here because I'm a fan of yours. I used to read your interviews with, in Movie Line Magazine, like before I even met you. God, remember <laughs> Movie Line Magazine? I love Movie Line I Magazine. I loved it because it was so good and God. like covered like the Hollywood I wanted to know about because it was like a little bit catty. And, it was a little like, dishy, for Drew sure. Drew Barrymore would be on the cover telling like all the dirt about everybody she ever worked with. Yeah, I remember there was an interview with Jennifer Lopez... That Stephen Ravello did, where um, she really told tales out of school, and it haunted her for years because she was talking <laughs> shit about all these other actresses. I don't know how we got her. To this do is it. a warning sign now to yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. No, but that wasn't me. I was always nice. My my subjects always liked my stuff pretty much. I never like, I never got anyone in too much trouble. But you know, anyway, movie line. God rest its soul. But you pop up in Wet Hot American Summer a lot as a, a counselor. Yes. Yes. You're a counselor. You wear a yellow shirt. Yes. Which is good because it all takes place in one day. Once you know I'm in a yellow shirt, you see me no matter where I am in the frame, no matter how far away. If it was a drinking game, people would die. But you have a name and a, you have a, you yes. have a, you know. I'm Robbie Klein. You're Robbie Klein. From Shaker Heights, Ohio. Really? Which is where David Wayne is really from. Okay. So I was very flattered that he that gave he me that. like that for me. That's yeah. sweet. It was really sweet. How did you get that? Just audition? Yeah. And, um... Yeah, the the casting director had actually, I, she did the new normal for Ryan Murphy. Of course. Um, and so she had called me in for that, and I went to producers for a role on that um, that was recurring. Um, it was between me and another guy, and Ryan Murphy hates my face. Like, I've gone to producers for a million times, and he, like, won't. He's cut my lines from Glee. Like, I, even once I book a part, like, it just doesn't happen. He doesn't like you? He doesn't like me. Are you sure? Has he no, come out and said no, that? No, You're no. just being... Okay. It's just an actor okay. in my head being okay. stupid. All right. Well, you never know. <laughs> um, no, I know his husband and yeah. everything, and they're great. I've right. met him a few times. He's, okay. He's fine. All right. He's got... He's, apparently, he's got a lot going on. Yeah. He's I'm, sure he's, he's saving, right. I'm sure he's saving up a big role yes, for me on something. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> so, um... But you got to work with all these fun people, and you got to be around them all the time. It was, like, the best experience of my life. Wow, how do I get so Like, professionally, like, in every way. And I don't have a big part. You just right. see me a lot. Yeah. And I speak, like, I speak in, like, four episodes, and there's right. only eight, so that's pretty good. Yeah, for halfway recording. through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, how long was the whole shoot? Two months. Two months. And where were you? Um, Los Calamigos Ranch in... Um, up in Malibu, like okay. in the hills of Malibu, in like the woods and the forest, 
And uh, it was January and February, and it was freezing. So and we're all was... in short shorts, right. and like Brad and Paul Rudd's in like cut off jean shorts, and we're like bonding while we're thawing our feet out by the fire. Like that's right. where we started like talking that first week. Here's my criticism of the shorts in the show. Mm-hmm. Whenever anybody does eighty shorts, they never really go short enough. They never go nylon. They never really go as obscene <laughs> as I want them to go, as it was back in the day. They always go like cotton twill. No, they were like dolphiny, and they hugged every curve and bulge. And it's funny that you say that because there was a background guy. Paul Rudd's cutoffs weren't short enough. Cheyenne Jackson in Xanadu, the shorts weren't short enough. <laughs> there Sorry. was a background guy on the set one day um, who's re- really great and really cool. Right. Who. Um, first of all, you can't wear boxers in those shorts. No. Because your everything falls out. Yes. And it happened to one of the back. He was wearing boxers one day. He was like, well, I'm just going to, they keep telling me not to, but I'm just going to do I'm it. Risk and I it. was like, Justin, ball shot. I just saw your balls. Wow. <laughs> all right. See, you've got along, you knew everybody's name. So, you got yeah. along with everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. At the best time. And they, okay. but the, more importantly, they knew my name, which was great. Okay. I'm going to just list people. <laughs> Bradley Cooper, go. Story. Love him. Amazing, super kind. The the best was I I I the first day he was on set. I I walk, I go to wardrobe, grab my thing, and I'm going to hair and makeup. And I open the door, and the sun is coming up over the mountains behind me. And he's framed inside the door at a hair and makeup. And the sun is like hitting him, and his eyes are glowing. And it was like one of those right. like kind of like moments. And um. I just froze for like a second and right. and then I was just like shake it off and I'm like hello like a huge dork and just like moved past I kind of had to move him out of the way right what saved me was Amy Poehler was in the chair getting her makeup done and she sees me and she goes hi Mark like yells really like loud and um and she was just the best ever and so then it kind of was like oh okay Somebody I know knows her is what I was thinking right. was happening in Bradley Cooper's mind, and then right. and then we were fine the rest of the day. Like we talked, like yeah, okay, was, cool, he's great. And did yeah. you ride in a van with him? I heard you say, yeah. So his very first day of work, very first costume of the day was full body skin tight spandex and gold lame and turquoise. Right on. And he was just like, and rem- I'm going to remind you that his last project was American Sniper, right? Like, so, and this is what he went to next. And he was like, I guess we're doing this. Let's, you know, let's do it. He was so great and so, like, gung-ho and game for anything, which was Right on. And he probably looked pretty good in the spandex. I I remember the scene. He's in the backstage of the thing. Yeah, well, he was in that transition stage of, like, losing all the weight he gained for, like, American Sniper and then, like, getting back to his normal body. And he'd just been on Broadway doing, um... Elephant Man. That was the other thing. Elephant Man. He'd just finished it. And he's out here. Yeah. And they only had him a little while, right? And they had to do a lot of fancy editing tricks. for a very brief time. But but most of that, I mean, that was just scheduling with all of the stars. Yeah. Like, I mean, Amy Poehler, uh, Paul Rudd, we only had for the beginning of the shoot. Like, um, Amy Poehler, we had it, like, at the beginning, but then she came back later for, like, a bunch of other scenes with, like, um, Bradley Cooper and stuff. Tell me about Amy Poehler. Um, Well, I... 
she is one of the people that I am the most obsessed with in Hollywood. Her and Tina Fey. Right. I'm just because they're everything. Right. They have the smartest point of view. They're they're I agree. so intelligent and yeah. so talented and like amazing that I just I want to do everything with them. Tina Fey's on my vision board. But she's still alive, so it's not working. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's stupid. No, I love because I like her. I want to be like Tina Fey. I like her. No, she's a genius. Yeah. And the other thing, and I was telling somebody about this um, that was like a fan of Amy Poehler's, like me, and I was like, there was this moment in hair and makeup, and we're just chatting, and we're talking about iPhones and how we both are overwhelmed by email. Like, email is right. like too much. Like, I hate all the spam I get and all that. And like, we don't yeah. know how to control it on our phones. And it's so stupid conversation, you know, which you love. <laughs> and then, um, I just caught her reflection in the mirror and she hadn't even gotten like her makeup on really yet. And I lost my breath cause she's so pretty. No, like you don't realize when people are so funny and like so yeah. talented and so intelligent, like you don't even look at them like right. that way. And she's just really gorgeous. There you go. Yeah. I just had to say that. Okay. What about Paul Rudd? <laughs> um, well, I love him to death. I've loved him since clueless. Right. Like one of the biggest crushes of my life. Right. Um, he's such a normal, cool, funny, like bro. Right. He's just a dude, like a cool dude. And hilarious, like, on set. What was the most and, fun part of it that you got to do? Well, one fun? of the best things with, with Paul was actually when we were thawing our feet out by the fire that time, which was the first, like, big conversation right. we had. Because um, we just started with, like, the feet are the first to go. Like, you have to, like, they, our feet were just ice. This is not a take. The this whole is, time. No, this is just yeah. us chatting. Yeah. Um, and... I was like, I was like, and we just started talking about how, I was like, it's so cool you're all coming back. Because this is like the first few days of shooting. Right. And not everybody had been there yet, but every single star was coming back. And so it was a big deal. And I was like, I can't believe it. And um, I go, I guess that shows that you guys were all nostalgic and you had such a good time the first time and you want to see each other again. He goes, oh, totally. All of that. Then he goes, but I mean, the other thing is. I don't think any one of us wanted to be the asshole who said no. Right. No, <laughs> like, it's true. Nobody wanted to be the douche. Yeah, it's like, like, oh, we couldn't get so-and-so back. Yeah, they're like, everybody came no. back except for that the ginger. You don't want to be the ginger yeah. spice. Exactly. Fucking ruins the... <laughs> ruins you don't want to be Zane from One Direction. <laughs> right. You, ru- you ruin everything. You ruin everything. Um, Maloney on hand. Okay. So another person, because I honestly have loved all these people Good. forever. Um... I, like, I was so excited to meet him, scared to death when I saw him. Like, he's intense. Yeah. Like, he's intense. He was doing a lot of, like, character stuff. Like, you know he plays a weird character in it. But I was, like, scared of him. Like, I was... And then all of a sudden, he just sort of broke, and he's like, oh, hi, we didn't meet yet. And shook my hand, and I was like, oh, okay. That's but And cool. he's also huge. Yeah, like, he's he still has all of the muscles. Yeah. All of the muscles. Like, all of them. And it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. You know who's aging well is Janine Garofalo. She looks kind of the same. I can't tell you how obsessed I am with her now. <laughs> you have to rate how obsessed you are with her. It's so people. hard, but she was one of the most fun because she was also there a lot. Because yeah. she's in so much of it. Right. And, and she was so much fun on set and knew everybody's lines and knew the whole script and knew all the state. Like, she's a pro. And, um... 
and just yeah, like and everybody's was is like a, some of the people that were crazy, like were all crazy in like really good ways. They weren't like who awful else was in crazy. it that I'm forgetting? Elizabeth Banks. Oh yeah, she was super fun in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know what? I'd met her a couple times before. Yeah. Um, she did not remember that. Right. Um, she was fr- you were fresh to her. You're we have her. mutual friends. Okay. Like, but And so we met like a couple of times. But yeah, yeah. It, was like, it was like meeting for the first time. So, All right. Um, she never spoke to me directly. No, that's um, okay. It's her loss. Several scenes together. Yeah. Like several. Several. Yeah. All right. But, oh, well. but I think she just didn't realize she didn't know me. And so right. I just think she just didn't talk to, you know, people she didn't What was know. the most fun scene to shoot? Was it, weren't you, you guys were running around all the time and there was like <laughs> dances and crazy stuff. Um, this, the song where we're, where Paul Rudd is playing, um, guitar and we're all sitting in the cabin yeah. singing. And my job was to, um, howl anytime the wolf or the moon was mentioned. Okay. And that was like also like the first three or four days of shooting. And um, I'm sitting next to Paul Rudd and he's like playing. And I was like, I could burst into tears at any moment. Like this is such a dream come true. And you were howling. And, and I got to howl and I had like yeah. a role in it, in the song. They, what it sucks is the DP was just like, don't worry, we've got a shot of you like doing the howl or whatever. Totally didn't use it. Like, oh. it was never used, but you see me there, so it's fine. Was th- was this shot earlier this year? Yeah, January yeah. and February this wow. year. Wow, yeah, very cool. Came, Paul was the one that told me, like, because I didn't realize how much prep the rest of them had had. Yeah. He said it, it had been talked about for a million years, but right. none of them knew it was actually happening until, like, a few weeks before. Yeah. Like, it all happened really fast. Yeah, yeah. it was a ton of fun. Yeah. It was so fun. Do so people fun. call you and say, I saw you in Wet Hot American Summer? Is that the thing that, like, did you get a little of that? Yeah, my my, yeah. my Facebook and, and yeah. Twitter and, and all of those things, like, my Instagram, like, those things kind of, like, exploded. That's And, cool. like, the few friends that knew what I was working on, because right. I would post pictures from set, but you can't, you could never say what it was. Right. Um, would freak out. We're, like, freaking out. They're like, oh, Yeah. So you couldn't talk about it when you were shooting it? No, and you definitely couldn't post um, any pictures of anybody in their costumes. Because that was right. one of the big reveals, you know? Right. Um, but I was excited because one of the first pictures that came out was me uh, when when I meet Elizabeth Banks for the first time. Right. And it's like a shot of me and the other counselors talking right. to her. But it's me talking to her. Like, and so that was one of the, like, mo- the first her, publicity yeah. photos. Yeah, it was one of the first publicity photos. So what do they the tell time. you? They're like, don't oh. post. Yeah, how do they, they tell you they that? That's a whole like, new... And what sucks is when the the trailer came out, the right. the teaser trailer right. that was just me and like a kid, like on in one of the 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 camp things or whatever houses, um, and then it's just the scroll of all the celebrity names. People right. started tagging me in it and posting it on my page, and production came and told me to take it down. <laughs> But you didn't put it up there. I didn't put it up there, but right. they were like, oh, it, it doesn't matter. And they're like, you know, it's, yeah. I don't know what it was. I think probably because I'm not famous or right. something. Like, they were just yeah. like, well, you can't do things like that. And I was like, I didn't do anything, I, but I took it down. I took it down. I loved everybody. Yeah. And the producer who had to tell me felt awful about it. Right. She's like, I'm so sorry. She's like, I don't want, but. Were you commuting there every day or did you stay out there? Yeah, no. It was like an hour, yeah. an hour drive every day. Yeah. Yeah. 45 minutes when it was super early and there was no traffic. Right. And like an hour and a half or more if if it was like, you'd be on set at 9 a.m. You're like, oh, great. 
<laughs> it's a lot of work. But I didn't care because I was so thrilled. Yes. And like it's a lot it of work. Like, yeah. It's like... It's a lot. And then 14 hours of shooting. Yeah. 12 to 14 and then an hour of drive back. So there's not a lot of sleep and a lot of activity. And that's me awesome. And running around in short shorts. Did you... I know. Cold. Did you save any souvenirs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you take? Well, nothing like big, but I have... Um, Programs from the from the show, like yeah. the big show that all the counselors yeah, put on. Yeah, of course. And uh, what else do I have? Um, oh, there. <laughs> this just because honestly, I was, I the prop and like the art design, like the right. production design, that whole crowd, like props and everybody, they made the most Im- insane detailed incredible stuff right. that one of the things that you would never see on camera because there's no close-up of it right. is the condom that um, when Michaela Watkins is going to deflower um, oh god oh my god I'm blanking on his name right what's his Mary. face yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I'm talking about he's in everything right I'm um, burning love and all right. that stuff um, oh it's um he was on yeah, Marry Me. I know. He's in Marry Me. And, uh, right. That dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know who I'm talking about. I'm so yes. sorry. I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. Because also out. the nicest guy that, that would go and say goodbye to everybody before he left set and yeah. say thanks for a great day and, and all of that. Um, so that condom wrapper right. that he uses is called like ninja condoms and it's like and they have all this detail and like the website you go to for it and it's all like wow so it was ninja condoms it was hilarious let me find his name there was a real website for it um no but they put it on there as if there was wow like yeah it was sort of like but there wouldn't be websites back in the day or when no and that's what i I actually told anachronism the prop guy and he was just like oh yeah because also i think the date might have been like, like the wrong days. Not like, yeah, Did you keep one? 1981. Did you keep a condom? Mm-hmm. Wow. I bet I can find it for you. That's a, Ken Marino, that's who it is. Ken Marino, yes. Yeah, there sorry, you go. Ken. All right. Um, super fun. Yeah. Now, I thought of you... Michaela Watkins, actually, I have to say, was one of the most exciting yeah. people I got to meet. But she's, she's a character actress. Not yeah. everybody knows her, but she's she pops so up a lot. brilliant. Yeah. And she thought I was lying when I, t- when I went up and was just like, by the way, I'm just a big fan of yours, like trophy wife. Your yeah. character on that, just so brilliant. And she was just like, did you just, like, did David Wayne tell you to just look up my IMDb and come up and tell you I was, you were right. a fan? I was like, no, I know who you are. Like, I right. love you. And then she was the best. I love her. And she's, like, best friends with Drew Drogi. Right on. Yeah. And Lake Bell is in so it. I've I like Lake Bell. Time. Lake Bell was great. She yeah. has the most beautiful children. She showed me pictures on her phone. Like, the most beautiful children I've ever yeah. seen. There you go. Yeah. I thought of you recently because the Pope is here and you were in the film The Seminarian. <laughs> so I immediately made that link and I was thinking of the Pope's visit and also about that film. No, it was a cool film that you made and it's yeah. now on Netflix. It was my first lead ever. It's your first lead in the my film. My first time carrying a feature film, like being a full lead, yeah. And you play like a... My first time doing nudity too. I know. Yeah. And now you probably... Did you do Full Frontal? I did. Do people take your, do they pull those scenes out and they show up places or does that just like... Unfortunately, yes. Which I worry about my niece and nephew. Right. Like Googling my name. Right. Um, Ian Westland, who created Day Drunk Gaze, the web series I'm in. He found that I have a hashtag. My dick has a hashtag on Tumblr. Really? Um, that might be the name of this podcast. <laughs> my dick has a hashtag on, on Tumblr. Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> and, um. and it is, they... 
every single frame. From this one scene I did in a comedy, right. not even one, not even one of my good nude scenes. Oh, so this it's wasn't like, from um, no, this, this is from, from the, the men next door, which okay. I booked directly because of the seminary, or okay. I just got to audition because right. I met the director on the film festival circuit. Nice, and um, he brought me into audition for the producer and everything, and. And once you do nudity once, did you know they just kind of like assume you're and clearly, do it. yeah, yeah, it's assumed. It's almost like they don't have to ask you, like, right. oh, and you're clearly okay with like full frontal. And I was like, I did one movie, and right. it was granted. Honestly, when you do watch the movie, you're like, it is a little gratuitous. There right. wasn't really a need for it, except that they but probably wanted to, to put seats in the tickets at yes. the gay film festivals. Of course, yeah. Um, mm, it's a but thing. did it? Was it a big deal? I think if I felt good about my body, I wouldn't really care that much. Yeah, well, I didn't really care. And also, I'm, like, a fan of nudity in film. I think when it's appropriate, it should be there. And it pisses me off when it's not. And you're like, you just finished having sex, and you jumped out of bed, and you're in your underwear already. Or you have a bra on. I don't like Like bra on sex. Women do not have sex with bras on. I know. I have actresses do in movies. (laughs) I've slept with women. I, like... Have several women, you know, like all yeah. my friends, you know, so the, you've never they had don't sex with it. a woman with a bra? No, they no. did not keep their bras on. No, yeah, they come off. Um, right, and when uh, did you have sex with women? Well, I lost my virginity to a woman when there I was you 16, go. yeah, right on, and uh, we kept dating, yeah, and I had sex with her. So, Catherine, Rebecca, um, who else? Oh, Ellen. Not the Ellen. <laughs> do you, do you, not the Ellen. That would Although be really Although that funny. Ellen did become a lesbian. Yeah, the yeah. Ellen that you... So that yeah. was fun. Wow, yeah. all right. Um, so that's cool, though. You got to make a... You got to be in a feature. You, I mean, you got to be the lead in the feature and do your thing. And now that film's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. No, it was cool. And um, Did you learn about was great. the seminary and what that's like? I did. Like, like, we, what was... what one, one of the cool things about doing that movie was that the director had and writer had gone to seminary school right. and we shot where they went at Fuller Theological Seminary in, in Pasadena, wow. which is beautiful. Right. Um, we had like a week or two of rehearsals and not just rehearsals, like, and it wasn't like rehearsing the scenes from the, the movie. It was like rehearsals, like for characters that have known each other, he'd have us just like embrace each other for like a long time and rock and weird things to create close like theater games. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Really weird theater games. Um, why couldn't you have done that necessary. with Maloney? I know, right? I yeah. asked him. Hey, I did this I film once where him. people just held each other before we and, start. And I, I specifically said, can you just pick me up and <laughs> yeah. rock me? Right. Um, but then uh, what was cool was, I mean, he had people come in and teach us like a crash course in like, um, oh God, uh, what kind of theology, what kind of, it was Christian um, I can't even remember now. But it was Catholicism, was, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't Catholicism because oh, I was raised Catholic. Right. And I knew everything Catholic. So the seminary isn't yeah. necessarily Catholic. No, it's um this in fact this seminary specifically is they say it's non it's like non specific it's for all like okay. Christian Christian religions but it's this this one specifically Protestant was okay. was Protestant. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, evangelical. No, I don't even know. You've no, done I'm some fun episodics. Some of my favorites. Masters of Sex. Yes. Well, another you, one. Another one what? Well, I thought, I'm like, great. I'm going to have to like, be nude again. And, right. You were one and, of the uh, test subjects. I was a test subject. Um, again, lines cut. But also, I, it was the woman. that That's what they want to see on Showtime. Right. And... Um, 
and she was great. Her her name is Ver- Veronica, Veronica Mannion, and she who you are making simulating sex. Yes, with. and right. she's a hilarious actress, very like Christian doll like sort of type. You know that um, Christian from the from the the. Uh, Last People on Earth show. Oh yeah, yeah, Christian Shaw. Christian Shaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. She's very much that type. Pookie, okay. And she has these <clears throat> beautiful, enormous breasts. Right. And I am banging her on a table, and right. like, the breasts are going like everywhere. And we had this funny little scene where um, she's like, you know, like you, you know, you can, you know, take it easier when, whenever you're ready. Like I'm, you know, I can finish any time now. And then, and I'm, cause I'm having says? a hard time because my yeah. issue is. I'm having a hard time coming, and that's okay. what it is. And it's sort of a flashback scene when she's realizing these people, they weren't just not good for the study. It's that they had actual sexual issues and, right. like, taking a long time to come. But they kind of cut all the funny bit, and it's just kind of, like, my back and side of my face of her, me, like, banging her. I um, recognize you, though, right away. Um, um, oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I never had to even take my boxers off. You didn't. I, so you and, didn't have to wear a cock sock or anything. No, but I did. They, I could <clears> show up in my dressing room, which was one of the nicest dressing rooms I've ever had. I'm sure. Because this is a big, like, principal role. I was so yeah. excited because I'm a fan of Masters of I Sex. I am too. And um, I show up and there's a perfectly pressed robe and these clean, crisp white boxers and a cock sock. Right. And, um... The so cock like, sock I, is flesh-colored? What color is It was flesh-colored. And I didn't, had never, I'd had the ones with the drawstrings before, but this was like, had drawstring and like tape and like all these different things that I, I, yeah, it took me a while to figure out how it was supposed to go on on and I had to put it on. So you put it on and then you put your boxers over it. Because they wanted me fully ready to go to set and because we didn't know how we were going to shoot till we got to set. Um, We didn't rehearse till we were already in wardrobe and, um, or not in wardrobe. And, um, and then we got there and they were like, oh yeah. And they were like, do this, do this, do this. And then they were like, oh yeah, we're never going to see your ass. You don't even have to take your boxers off. So I'm fully boxers and she had to, and she'd never done nudity before, but I had done the seminarian and the men next door. And I was like, oh, it's nothing. Don't worry. And you look amazing. And she was like. I couldn't have asked for a better partner. Thank you oh, so much. Sweet. She She's was probably great. so happy she got a gay guy. She, she is great. Um, who was in the scene with you? Lizzie Kaplan and Michael Sheen? Were they, they were observing, right? Um, yeah, but you know what? And I was so excited about that because right. I'm such a big fan of the show. Not there. They're going They're going to cut away to their, their observation shots. room uh, after. Yeah. After. Yeah, so I never got to see like any of them. And I love... Wow. Like, the supporting actors on that show are brilliant. Everybody on that show. You had to see no. Yeah, both me and Veronica were both a little bit disappointed. Well, there you go. But, yeah. you know, did you, how, did, how was that audition? <laughs> they had me audition for three different parts. Right. And one was going to, the, the main one was, like, going to be, um, well, and they were all, well, first they had me do, like, a couple, like, it was, like, the people with sexual issues. Right. Parts. Um, and then she was like, actually, you'd be great for this. And they sent me out and gave me this bigger part that was going to be recurring, which was somebody in the offices next to theirs. Like, somebody that's looking at office space okay. and, like, a publishing company or something that wanted to move in next door, and they're, like, having trouble renting that space because of the sex studies happening right. next door. And, yeah, I didn't get that, so I got the sex. It was, like, you a consolation prize. Yeah, you get to bang it. But it was, like, a big principal role yeah. in it. Even upped my rate, I think. Did it? I like mm-hmm. that. That's good. Yeah. Um, and then you did How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, that was crazy. When Combe Smulders is one of my favorite people on the planet. Right. Nobody's cooler. She's like Wonder Woman. When you meet her, 
she's so beautiful and tall right. and gorgeous. Like, I was like, you could play Wonder Woman. What did you play on that? <laughs> and she was like, that's funny. Joss Whedon actually said that once in an interview. Wow. And, the, and, and every nerd on, like, tore him apart. Like, yeah, that? she was like, I got a lot of backlash. She has yeah. the best sense of humor about everything. Oh, brother. But, but now she's on Agents of, you know, she's yeah. like in all the Marvel movies and so does Agents go. of S.H.I.E.L.D. occasionally. There you go. Yeah. What, so was, what did you do on that show? Oh, I broke up Ted and Robin. Like, there you go. In season two. And they did not get back together again. Spoiler alert. Right. Until the very final episode. There <laughs> like, you go. And it was my fault. God yeah, damn it! It was an accident. I just, you know, it was a small waiter role, like yeah. <laughs> like all Drew Drogan I ever do on TV shows. Do you do a lot but, of waiters? Mm, How many waiters I've have not, you played? Well, including being a concierge and like right. a, a like a maitre d. Right. I think I've done at least five or six, and right. two of them were like on children's shows, which is right. great. So my niece and nephew could see those roles, right. and nothing else I've ever done. Wow. Well, well. <laughs> And you were on Will and Grace. Yeah, that was great. That was my first big network show ever. Good for you. Was yeah. that a big deal? It was. I was. It was huge. I was so nervous. With Jimmy Burrows directing me, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah. I was so nervous. Um, and it was great, but it was cool because I knew Sean Hayes already, right? And I had met like Megan Mullally before, and like so it was nice because it, I felt a little bit more comfortable. And the guy they cast to play the judge on it because I played a contestant in a gay spelling bee okay. taking place in a bar when I rewatch it I look like I shouldn't be allowed in a bar you're so young yeah it's crazy but but they cast this guy who knew me because he used to come into the video store I worked at to rent videos right his name's Alex Bowling fantastic actor really funny um and he was like, and we became best friends. Like, I'm still really good friends with him to this day. Sean and, and I from still talk. Will and Grace. Yeah. <clears throat> and, I love that. And, um, yeah. And he, he's one of those actors that gets all the, the roles, like, that they bring him in, but everybody else they're seeing is like a fat black woman. Right. Or, like, in this case, in The Judge, they were only looking at very old men. And then they brought him in, and he's the one that gets it. Right. Yeah. It was right. sort of just to give them options. Right. I he has see a good, what he's made a good career for himself that way. There you go. Being the alternative option. There you go. The plan B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always good to have a plan B. And you did this really fun web series called Day Drunk Gays. Yes. Where you like one of the main dudes. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm a series regular. A series regular. <laughs> and what's the overall theme of it? Because I've seen isolated episodes, um, but um, I haven't watched them in continuity. It's all kind of in the title, Dennis. Yeah. Um, you're drunk yeah. and it's day. It's, it's and- basic because they're very short. It's right. all um, f- like three to seven minutes. I think they're right. all like five to seven minutes. Maybe there's one three minute one. Um, and it's all tackling different issues in the gay community in a very funny way. Right. So we're at the same time talking about, like, big issues, but making fun of superficial homosexuals at the same time, which right. a lot of people don't get. They like, think you're just like, playing it straight. They're like, I'm so sick of these shows about gay guys having brunch, and they're so superficial. I'm like... Okay, well, you realize that's what we're mocking. You right. should love this show. Right. But what do you, you know, you don't you care. Can't, you no, can't. You can't care. teach that shit. And, to um, they don't get it. So, and, so they take, there's been a lot of brunch episodes. But right. They take place, you know, one was a barbecue. It's anything where you could be day drinking. One was a wedding. Right. You know, one was a pool party. You I know. saw the pool party one, and I saw the one where you're talking about beards. Oh, the pool party one had um, one of my favorite people in it from Hey Queen. Johnny um, McGovern. Johnny McGovern. Yes. Exactly. I yes. I adore him. Do you like to drink in the day? 
Um, Are you depends. a day drunk gay? I only like to drink in the day if I know I'm going to be going to bed early that night. Right. I'm not one of those long, let's like keep the party going and drink until we fall down yeah. type of people. Not um, your thing. It's really not. Yeah. yeah. And also on that show was the first time I ever, well, sort of the first time I ever drank while working. Right. Did you they, actually drink? That well, we showed the first three episodes that we shot. We shot all at once, and I showed up, and the other actors who were not union, and right. like I was the only union actor, and so they made everybody else got to join the union, which was great because of that. Um, I show up, and they're like, "Well, they're pouring the mimosas," and I'm like, "Well, no, we're we're shooting three episodes today," and. And I have a monologue in the last one we're shooting, like a big one. I have yeah. like a tirade where I go off. And um, I was like, I can't know. And then like twist my arm. They're like, like, come on. Like three minutes later, I'm like, well, okay, a little. And I'm like, I'll just keep pouring more orange juice in and whatever. And, right. But I'm like so afraid. But it ended up going really well. Right. Like, so you I mean, because I was it. prepared. Yeah. So I think that's why it like went pretty well. And I was really loose about my monologue. And he was... Yeah pretty cool about paraphrasing as long as the point gets across. Although, I should say, he's a brilliant writer. Right. So you don't have to because there are beats there and there he, there's like a music to the way Ian writes. Um, so I would get very excited though when he would allow me to like improvise stuff. Right. There's one episode that's all about me finally getting a smartphone. Right. Called Apple. And... Excuse me. App hole? Yeah. Okay. And it was my favorite because he'd written all these things where he's, they're teaching me about the apps. Right. Like all the gay dating apps or whatever. Okay. But my character was just sort of sitting there listening and I was like, can I just have reactions to these? Right. And so for everyone, I would like just throw in something and they ended up using almost like all of them. Good. And, uh, and, and I was like, I get excited about that because then it's like fun and you're playing and you're mixing it up. But, That's right. But his writing and how is can so people good, see those? you don't have to do that. YouTube. YouTube? You can find them anywhere. Day Drunk Gays. Yeah, some of them are on Funny or Die. I mean, but our main thing was YouTube because we wanted it to be in one. Yeah. What I was told. They wanted it all to be in one, you know, way to do it. space. Yeah. I love it. Where are you from, Mark? You're from back east. Yeah, Connecticut. I feel like when I was on radio with a twist... Do did you text me and say I'm listening to you in Connecticut or did I dream that? No, Does that, that sounds familiar. Totally true because in Connecticut, we weren't, it was a radio show that I was one of three hosts of, and there were like we were on certain markets but not others. We weren't on that many markets. And we I didn't markets. know. Like yeah. I was literally. I hear I just Dennis. Remember you, like, you being came somewhere. On, I was driving by myself. It was like yeah. this magical moment. Aww. I was no longer driving alone. You were no longer along yes. the coast of like the east, right? And um, and because you, I drive. would drive a lot there, and it would be yep. always horrible weather because it was usually winter when I'm home visiting right. the holidays, or could have been summer, and I was on a summer road trip. But I was always like in the car going to visit friends and family and trying right. to see everything while I'm back home. And it was great because it was like I had a good hour with you. I in think. the car. Yeah. Counting down the big gay seven. It was really good. Talk hits. Yeah. And to be able to, I always love when I can just, when I come across somebody who I'm friends with. Yeah. And I can just like, they like, I'm watching you right now or I just heard this or like, you know. Aww, I just do, I do remember like you being Becky somewhere saying, I'm listening to you with that. So yeah. what was it like where no you grew idea. up? I put all my friends in my TiVo because like I want to keep up with their work. I say TiVo because I'm old. Yeah, but, Well, actually this is an actual TiVo. Yeah. <laughs> I love them. I wish they'd send me a new one. I know. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I should I should get one Modern Times. But yeah, it'll tape. I just put their name in, and it'll tape anything they're in. And I don't know that regular DVRs do that. Do they? Yeah, no, I think they do. The they DVR do with Direct TV does. Okay. Because yeah. I typed in Trisha Yearwood. You did not. I did. I Why? love her, but because I love her, but all really? I get is the cooking show. I want her singing. Yeah. I don't I, want her cooking. I have a bunch of big gay downfalls in there, like yeah. Bette Midler and Dolly Parton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I know I need to put in other people. Um, so what was it like where you grew up? Was it a small town or like a yeah? It was a small. City? It was a small suburb of Hartford, Connecticut. Okay. Um, so it was very cool. Um, and it's called Windsor. It's actually Connecticut's first town. It's like a historic town. Right on. And um, what was great about growing up there was it was so ethnically mixed. Like my high school, my elementary school wasn't. There was like only one black person at a time was allowed basically in my elementary school right and when one would leave another one would like come in but right. they were always my best friend like i just my, my best friend growing up it's like the bachelor. Up, who was across the street from me was yeah. black and so i never that was never a thing for me right like when i encountered racism or saw it happen to my friends like i was so confused i had i was like i don't understand so where you grew uh, up was pretty yeah. diverse yeah shockingly okay. that's yeah. cool because people have a lot of weird misconceptions about Connecticut. Did you know you wanted to be an actor when you were growing up? Very young. Yeah. Yeah. What what was the moment? I will tell you exactly what the moment was. It was um, when I saw Christopher Reeve in another movie and realized he wasn't Superman. Because I wanted to to be a superhero when I grew up. Right. Okay. And, I mean, of course, that was my goal. Yeah. And um, and as soon as I realized that they didn't exist, which was crushing. Not a real thing. Yeah. But that there was a guy that would be him in one movie and yeah. then would be somebody else in another movie. Um, I was like, well then I'm just going to, I'll do that. That's right. what I'm going to do. And my parents were like, really, you're not going to be an artist. Like they, cause I always drew, I was right. like a really good artist. I even had like an art tutor and like excelled in all that stuff. And I was like, well, I'm not going to make money either way. So right. what exactly. just going to follow I, the I passion. Know. I love yeah. that they're like, yo, you don't want to be a dentist. <laughs> no, they're like, you're an artist. Right. Um, so what, do you remember the other movie that he was in, Christopher Reeve? Yes. You know what it was? It was the one with Michael Caine. Death Trap. Yeah. And I was like, why doesn't he just turn into Superman and all their problems would be over? Exactly. Like, I don't get and it. And I was asking my parents, because it was like they figured... I'm watching. I'm not going to understand anything that's happening yeah. on screen. I don't need, I don't think I even saw the kiss. Right. Like, but I was like, I know that there was like murder did you see and it espionage the, things happening. Did you see it in the theater or like on TV? No, it was on TV. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I was young, but I don't remember how old at that point. Wow. But, um, yeah, I would have to actually figure it out. Cause I think it was that. So when did it you was move to that, LA? Or didn't he do some like, like the mean streets or like, like, it was oh, there was like one where he played a homeless, thing. like, street smart or something like yes. that. Yeah, yeah, like, being street okay. supposed to t- teach yeah. kids in the 80s how to be street smart. Yeah, something, something like that. Like. I feel like that's a familiar thing. Yeah, it could have been something stupid like that. Um, were you devastated when he had his accident? Yeah. Or had you kind of well, moved on from well, well, yeah, because by then I'd moved on to Linda Carter. Of course, you know? like you do. <laughs> As you do. Um, yeah, and... Uh, so, so I was, of course, because, I mean, he was such a huge influence as right. a kid. And Jack Plotnick, who we both know and love, um, uses his, him as an example a lot. And I credit Jack a lot with me starting to book work nonstop um, because I took his class and he's amazing. But we were friends before, but he uses Christopher Reeve as an example um, because he always said this thing about, like, film 
like the magic of film is like the happy accidents that happen that weren't planned, uh-huh. you know, that weren't scripted. And like something just happens when you're filming and you get like a genuine reaction. And, he, and Christopher Reeve like said happy accidents. That's what he called it. And Jane Lynch ended up naming her book after that. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Yeah. Now, when did you first, when did you move to LA? How old were you? Um, I came out here for college. So, okay. Oh, Daisy's making an appearance. Daisy's here. Yeah. Um, that was, yeah, so a long time ago, freshman yeah. year of college. I was 18. Where'd you go to yeah. college? Uh, Loyola Marymount University. There you go. Yeah. Well, I came out to visit my friend Justin, the one I actually mentioned, my friend yeah. who lived right across the street, um, uh, who just happened to be black, um, when I was 14, because he had moved away, which that devastated me more than anything in my life. Was him moving away. And so you came out to we visit were him. we best friends. We did everything together. Aww. And so we were pen pals, because that's how it worked that's back how then, it was. you guys. And, was uh, he gay? And um, he, he's bisexual, too. Right on. And, um, and that was another weird revelation. When Did you guys talk about that? Well, no. Well, not no, when and not young. when we were 14, because no. we had no idea. Um, and... Uh, so I came out to visit him, and, and we and like so I got to see LA for the first time with like right. him and his family, which was great, and uh, that was really cool. And then I don't think I got to come back again until yeah, I came out here to go to college. Nice. Now yeah. you worked at Different Light Bookstore, which is kind I of did. around the time I met you. That's right, because your book came out. I know, but I used to love going there and oh, buying books that. and doing readings. And me too. I wish it still best. existed. Did There's you love nothing that job? like that for. Gay people with brains. There's barely even bookstores anymore. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's Skyline. But it was more than a bookstore, book you it know? It was more like, than a bookstore. I mean, store. it was right in the center of West Hollywood, and it was like, you know, it was a gathering place, and people, you could get other things there, too, but the yes. cool thing was the readings. I met David Sedaris, like, five times. He, every time a book would come out, he would come and, like, do a reading, and yeah. it was so great. Was it, was it a cool job to have? Yeah. I mean, I loved it, yeah. I, but I was a huge geek. I don't know if you remember, like, right. I never got my hair cut. I wore glasses. Like, I was horrifying. You're not the sex bomb you are now. Well, I'm not saying that for sure. I'm just I am. Getting I'm old totally now. saying it. Well, thank you for that. No. Um, um, bam, <laughs> bam, pow. Wow. And, what other uh, office? But I once overheard what? like somebody two, like. I don't know what, twinks, like young gay guys, like walking by and a friend goes, oh God, that guy's so cute about me in the window. And his friend turns and looks and says even louder. And this is through the window. You can hear it. You could hear it. And he goes, no, he's not. Ouch. Yeah. That makes your, because you were watching the parade of West Hollywood go by in that window. And then I had to go ring up somebody's porn with watery eyes. Did it it make you cry? (laughs) It stung a little. That sucks. But at the same time, I was laughing because I thought it was hilarious. Right. So it was one of those where like, it kind of stings, but that's really funny. Oh my God. And you could buy used porn at different lights sometimes. You could. And you could get used books. I have so many first editions of all these great books. What other um, authors came through? Sedaris? Was he nice? David Sedaris, David Levitt. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, David Sedaris was cool. I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't say, like, effusively nice right. or anything like that. There are nicer people that did readings well, there that was, we happen to know. Right, like yourself. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I needed to hear. You guys, I have a signed first edition yeah. copy of Dennis's book. That's right. Um, and I treasure it. Thank you. And um, so there were a lot of people that... that came through and um 
And my roommate just arrived as well. Yeah, Hi. Sorry, we're we No worries. We're doing a little podcast. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. A lot, a lot happening in my Did house. you meet, like, Clive Barker would have been in the mix? Yeah, well, actually, you know what's odd? Rice? I met Clive Barker around the corner at Video West at the video store I worked at when I first started Did working Did you work there. at that video store? I worked at Video West. I applied West. for a job there that when I my... first moved here, and they didn't hire me. Oh, really? They didn't hire me. I just me. thought they hired anybody that would apply. They didn't. I'm I sorry. really wanted to work there, but I was also not out yet. It was yet. run by, like, a Nazi lesbian. Really? It was, it was not thing. good. She wasn't great. No, the rest of the staff was yeah. amazing. But and I wasn't was out like yet, and I feel yeah. like that would have been, like, the, the... I wasn't out yet, and I would have... Yeah, I no, I just took the West, first job that yeah. I could get, yeah. and it was that. And then I met, you know, Lance Rock. Um, no. He, Yo Gabba Gabba, he was the host guy oh, from yeah, Yo Gabba yeah. Gabba. Okay. So he was working at a different light. And um, and he was so cool, and we became really good friends. And so I got a job at a different light because that was around the corner. Right. And um, so uh, I was working both jobs for a while. And even like, there was a bar in the middle of Revolver that yeah. did like the video edits, yeah. and I was fascinated by those. And so I started a job there where I was going to be an editor because I wanted to make those cool like, yeah. videos. And then I realized editing is tedious and horrible. And you were into it. It was not me. And I admire people like Philip Bartel, yeah. who are like the most brilliant editors you could you're ever a work good, with. You're a big champion of other people. Like you're a big. I know. You're a supportive friend. I'm more of awesome. that than of myself. Like I. You think? I use Facebook is like only for work. So it's right. usually I only post if it's work related. Right. But it, but in real life, yeah. Somebody said it to me the other day at the. Palm You're Springs Film Festival. They were like, you should be a publicist. Did you go to Palm Springs? Yeah, yeah. Did you have something down. in there? Yeah, Day Drunk Gaze was in that. Okay. And I went to that directly from San Diego, where um, a short that I just did for a new film, Confessions, um, was premiering. They were just showing that short before another film um, that was amazing. Did you see Beautiful Something? No. So good. I want to so see that. So brilliant. Okay, good. I don't know where they got their budget. Yeah. The director's amazing. Yeah. Um, and the director of that was actually in The Puppet. He played my dad in The Puppet. What's The so Puppet? The short it's, film? It's the short film. All right. Yeah. Now, so. when did you sort of, did you come out, you were pursuing acting all that time, going on auditions, yeah. trying to do stuff? But I didn't learn how to act until, like, college. Like, I was bad i was real i was a terrible actor in high school and but i did children's theater like when right. i was a child as soon as i decided i want to be an actor and did you study I, acting in college that's what i did I, I double majored in film production yeah. and theater because i wanted to know what i was doing right um and then i quit as soon as it got expensive because right. we were still shooting on real film back then right and um and I minored in studio art because I never gave that up. I okay. always kept painting and doing all that. That's cool. And, um, <laughs> I, but I wasn't fulfilling my minor at school except for one photography class. So I went to Italy for a semester and just took all art classes. Was that amazing? Because what are you going to do? Did course, you have affairs? Italy. Oh, I had so many. Andrea. Oh. Yeah, I had a boyfriend. Um, it was great. Was his name Andrea? Yeah. Where would you, would you make out in public? We kind of have because they live with their families. Yeah, yeah. people for, in Italy will go make out on a fountain for six hours. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. We and yeah, we had I had car sex for the first time wow. ever, except with and a man. Fiat. Otherwise, I'd only had sex yeah. with cars and women. Yeah, because it was all like you know, yeah. growing up, you have nowhere yeah. to go, and that's what it's like there. But then there were times like when my. Um, my my roommates that they gave me would be out of town because like oh this this whole class went to Rome right so and we were based in Florence and so um, he would come up and then we'd have the apartment to ourselves or whatever. Oh my gosh! Did yeah. you speak any Italian? 
I did see okay. it. Avero, uh, Parlo okay. Italiano. Okay, good. Oh, studiato Io in parlo Firenze. Italiano. Oh, parlo poco Italiano. Si. Va bene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what, did you learn over there, or did you try to? Learn? I took one semester here before yeah. I went, so I would know a little bit, and then I knew I was going to be taking a class while I was there. That must have been the most exciting. thing. It was the me, and Is I wasn't dreamy? even good. Is he on your Facebook? He was a cross between. Young Antonio Banderas. Remember when he was hot and oh always like short hair and yes. beautiful eyes? Between him and like Sal Mineo. Oh my god. Like, just you looked into yummy? his eyes and you would just like melt. And it was that first time I think where like they, like the first time he you? came over to my apartment. I had 19, 20, oh 20 probably. Um, he came over to my apartment and um, and I was so nervous because the apartment was kind of a mess and I was like fluttering around just like, yeah. and like that weird crazy. And he was just like, grabs me and he's like, Mark, Mark. Like, and I just was like, oh. and he like melt. Yeah. I, was, I wish I could find him. Maybe now. it's on Facebook. I couldn't. I did. A, apparently Andrea Piccioni or Piccioni or whatever it was. Piccioni, I think. Were was, you in Florence? It's hard. Yeah. Like it's because oh it's a common name. Yeah. And my family name's all from Vicino di Napoli. Yeah. Like, it's all, like, that area. But, yeah, and I wish... Because it was like we didn't have Facebook back then. Yeah. Like, that came out, I think, while I was in college. And it was only for, like, college students or something at the time. Yeah. Or was that... Or was that... Um, MySpace. MySpace. Or, or, yeah, I don't know. Friendster. Any of that Friends, stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, well, I love that you had an Italian um, dalliance. Um, all right, I you picked a bunch of these. Oh, questions. because they're all such good questions. Okay, so I'm gonna we're gonna rattle through as many oh, as we God, can. Oh God, I'll try. Okay. I know I have stories for everything. Okay, though. if you could relive one day from your childhood, what would it be? Actually, every day I would relive from my childhood would be days that I made mistakes and I hurt somebody's feelings because those are the things that keep me up at night. Yeah, and I can't sleep because I'm like I hurt that person. You're I, kind. I need to fix it. You're so kind. Do you ever think but you're that's too how you nice learn for, to be nice? Do you think you're? Too, do you ever think you're too nice for the business? Um. I don't think anybody... I've been told that I was. I've been told that. And yeah. I'm like, well, but I don't think... I th- think you can be nice and smart. Yeah. And you can do still do things without hurting people. Yeah. Um, I think Amy Poehler and Tina Fey are good examples exactly. of that. Exactly. Okay. Who's the most <laughs> famous person you've ever been in an elevator with? Um, I don't know, like... Who the, there's been a few, but the best one is was Eartha Kitt, and I for, I basically forced myself into the elevator Holy shit. and reminded her. You have a Catwoman. You're I'm all, obsessed okay. with Catwoman, right. and that's your and name of your. It was uh, yeah, and she internet. was the best one. Yeah, and and I'd just seen her show, and I reminded her I'd met her in high school. She came to my school to do a talk because she knew somebody, right. and we had I'd made her this big collage of her career and drew and painted like a picture that was in the center of it, and she Mark's was, hands are going crazy, and at she the went moment. to sign it yeah and then we were like oh but it's for you and she was like oh and so she like okay and she like rolls it up and takes her with her and we're like okay that was weird mm-hmm. and in the elevator i was like i don't know if you remember this but you came to high school and we gave you this present she's like oh yes i remember it vaguely and she goes next time if you want to bring me a present bring me a cactus i love cacti this That's is so crazy. All in the elevator. That's amazing. And then she was gone. Gone. Now you know. <laughs> She's dead though, right? You can't now, bring yeah, her she died on. really close to her birthday okay. soon after she found out what her birthday was. Yeah. What yeah. number it was? Well, she didn't know. No, she she never knew when she was born because oh, her shit. mom was like on the run and like a slave. I read all three of her biographies. Wow. Autobiographies. Okay. But yeah. And then a, a class did it as a project like in college. Wow. And found her birth certificate and soon before she died she found out what her real birthday was. And oh it was my like, and it was in January, and she died on Christmas Day. Wow. Yeah. All right. 
devastating to me, and I just hit the mic with my hand. That's okay. It happens. <laughs> what? Um, that's fine. What does your family think of your success and what you do? Uh, they don't think that I'm successful because yeah. I don't allow them to see anything I'm in. Because that's all right. There you go. <laughs> well, I mean, it's weird. Yeah, it's touch and go. Yeah. My friends are more because they follow all that stuff, yeah. like from back home and people that had stopped speaking to me. And like you said that, that yeah. you started booking. Things sort of took a turn when you were taking Jack Potnick's acting class. Yeah. Was that a big well, breakthrough for you? It was a huge breakthrough for me because Jack was like, no, sh- forget about the words. Like, just, you know, paraphrase, keep your face up. Like, they want just be real and yeah. be emotional and. I mean, he taught me a lot, but there was one time in class, he used to do this thing where he was like, "In the, if you were just amazing one day, he's like, you just won the Oscar for the day. Like, you just got the Oscar yeah. for your scene. And he did it once for me one day, and he goes, also, he's like, I never saw you as playing leads, because normally I'm acting like this when I'm with my friends, and I'm all right. hyperactive. And he's like, you were more of like a supporting character. He's like, after that scene, he's like, you can play leads. A few weeks later, I booked the seminarian. That's awesome. And I was like, so that's why I feel like I owe it all to him. Yay. And then I started booking commercials, too, and, like, everything. is His acting What's the class most lucrative commercial you've done? What's the commercial um, where you're, like, ka-ching? Oh, that's, um... I, oh, probably... Probably the one I did for, um... It was a tie-in with Ted the Movie. Yeah. And Seth MacFarlane directed me, and it was for Axe Hair. Oh, yeah. And so it was shot really beautifully, and I looked really great, and it was, like, a big sort of paycheck, but it didn't run for a super long time. But right, but Seth I MacFarlane... I made, like, a good... And it was... I got to work with Seth MacFarlane, yeah. and I got to work with Ted, which Seth MacFarlane's voicing... Yes. Which was the first time I got to work with, like the closest thing to a Muppet, right. which is another thing I'm fanatical about. Yeah. I love the Muppets. Do you like the new Muppet show? Uh, did you watch it? I did. Don't tell me you're disappointed. A little, but I'll, I'll give it a another little, chance. A little, but there were so many good jokes in yeah. it, and I loved where they're going I with like it. I like the idea. There's so much potential yeah, for it to be. Yeah, for sure. I laughed out chance. loud at least three times, yeah. and I don't laugh out loud when I watch things by myself okay. very often. Strangest place you've ever been recognized? Um, on a boat in the middle of the ocean... Um, somewhere off the East Coast, the biggest boat ever that's in existence right now is like the Allure of the Seas or whatever. Okay. And there's a twin of it. And um, I was there because they were screening... That one was either... The, it was the Seminarian or The Last Straight Man. They were screening right. it on the boat. So I got a free cruise for just doing a 20-minute Q&A. Love it. And I'm walking down the stairs to change for something in like nothing but a swimsuit. Right. And I'm wet and I'm like, oh my God, I have to run and change. And this... Guy goes, you look like the guy from Day Drunk Gaze. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, I, I am. And um, then him and all of his friends came over and were like taking pictures. And I would look horrible and like taking pictures of me. And it wasn't even what I was there to promote. Like I was there for the movie, which they showed on the boat. And I wasn't recognized for the movie. That's, <laughs> that's cool, though. It was that great. They loved it. it. It was great. What job were you the most excited to learn you got? Um, acting wise, you mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Wet Hot American Summer was probably the most excited yeah. I ever got, but then it's yeah. hard to say because Will and Grace was my first big. Right. So, like, they're all exciting, and my, right. so usually my favorite projects are the ones I'm like have small parts in because yeah. I feel like they're better. Like, Girls Will Be Girls with Jack Plotnick and you. There and, you were. You yeah, were I mean, that. it's a super small part, yeah. but the movie is so brilliant. And I'm more about the movie. On. And I just did voiceover on American Beauty. It's how I got my SAG card, but... It's on like American the, Beauty? Yeah, and my name is in the credits. And so, like, I just ex- get excited to be any part of something that's brilliant. There you so go. So even if I'm not the lead, I don't care as long as I'm in something good. All right. You know? What's the funniest way you've ever blown a tape? Um, Amy Poehler made me laugh so hard in a scene 
on Wet Hot where she was just sort of going off script and she yeah. just froze for a minute with a super evil, like angry look on her face yeah. and held it for so long, just staring, never broke. And I couldn't hold it. I yeah. just lost it and started like laughing. And it happened twice, basically doing like the same thing. Did you get in and trouble? I, no, luckily the the camera was now over my shoulder right. and on her. And so, and she didn't break even when I yeah. laughed because okay. she's a pro yeah. and I'm not. You're not. And All I right. apologized to her after and she's like, are you kidding? It was great. Uh, what movie have you seen more than any other? Um, it would either be Edward Scissorhands or Thelma, on the wall. or Thelma and Louise. Nice. Which used to be on the wall over there. Okay. Because um, I just watched them. I could watch yeah. them on a loop for the rest of my life and be happy. I love it. If you had to change careers tomorrow, what would you do? Um, marine biologist or casting director or cinematographer. One of those. I love them all. Or, all right. you know, a painter or a sculptor. Probably a sculptor, yeah. but those three. Which have you been more? The dumper or dumpy? It used to... Uh, it used to always be I was the dumpy because yeah. I didn't like to break up with people and right. I would just stay in it until they gave up. Right. Like, I would give up, but I would still be doing it until right. they broke up with me. Right. You didn't want to be the bad guy. But more recently, uh, it's it's been me, and I've just actually stopped dating completely. Are well, you, now I'm going, through a, now? I'm going through a divorce. Like, I'm trying to get a divorce from my wife. and um, A real wife? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, okay. I'm really... How did you not know that? I but feel anyway, like I knew that, but, but anyway. But she, yeah. we've been separated for so long, but yeah. now we're finally finalizing like okay. the divorce. But right. um, she so, went She went back to China and has not returned. Okay. So we've been talking. We're still, of course, yeah. cordial, but we're talking on okay. email. Wow. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, it's a whole other podcast. Um, whose job offers would you like to receive? Who do you like? Like oh. what other actor would yeah, I wish like, I oh, had he's there? got the sweetest career. Carts. Yeah. Um, it would, I mean... If, if I'm shooting super high, yeah. it would be um, Paul Rudder, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, right. for sure. And those are the two that I get compared to the most. That's nice. uh, Bradley Cooper's like a good foot taller than he's so But you tall. have the eyes of Bradley Cooper. Right? Yeah, and some yeah. people say the hair. Yeah, but, I see that. But Paul Rudd, I got into his costume a couple times on set. And, you got into uh, his costume? Yeah, he had, he had left, and they needed somebody that was the same height and build to like do scenes. Actually, with Amy Poehler and stuff, and so I did, and... People thought I was him. That's like people really kept coming fun. up, and then they would get super close, and they were like, "Holy oh, shit, right. Mark! You even yeah. move like him! Like it's weird." That's cool. Yeah, it was fun. All right, so fun. If there was a doll of you that talked, what would it say when you pulled the string? Touch me here. Really? No, okay. I don't know. Like, it's funny. Put I like me it. down, bitch. All right. Um, what? Wh- who's your most surprising fan? Um. Oh God. Oh, that's hard. Why did I pick that one? I don't know. Um, surprising fan oh i don't you know what it's people's mothers right people's moms love me they love the shit out yeah of like okay. even like ian's mom yeah like ian's in it and writes yeah. day drunk gays and she's just like he's all about that mark yeah. yeah like yeah that's so funny it's pretty nice have you ever written a fan letter um very embarrassingly yeah and it was before i was i was a kid i was in high school right. very young like freshman or something maybe even younger than that and um, I wrote a fan letter to Scott Bakula of Quantum Leap fame. He's a hottie. Because I you could have done a lot amazing. worse. Well, it wasn't even just that, but he was like, he did everything on that show. He leaped, he leaped all into over everybody's the body. He played black women. He played like yes. Latino men. Like he was everything. And um, I just thought he was like the best. 
And I didn't know about, like, the proper etiquette for writing fan letters, so I think I wrote, like, a six-page, like, fan letter. Fine. Like, no, stupid. Um, no, it's fine. hope it's gone from the planet. Oh, I yeah. found a copy of it. Did you keep yeah. a copy? I guess, because I just found it I was cleaning out my garage, and I think it was something you, my mom Do you said. have it handy? We'll do a special I'm bonus so podcast of you reading scared. your Scott Bakula. I could probably... Uh, I don't know. I'd have to find fan it. Letter. Okay, yeah, find it. We'll, it do a, we'll do a PS right. podcast right, where you just perfect. read the letter. <laughs> or we read it together. Um, let me see. It's the only one I ever wrote. I what think. song makes you cry? All of them. All of yeah. the songs. All of the songs um, in the world. It's some of our, like, I mean, it's, uh, what's a good one? Um, all by myself. You really? know, like the real big. Don't want to be the sleepy yeah, like, one. And almost, I can make, if I get into yeah. the lyrics, I can make my, myself cry by listening to Do you cry easily any. as an actor? I do now. That's yeah, good. It used to be a, a block. Yeah. And then, um, and getting angry was a surprising block that I didn't even know I had. You couldn't and then get I traced, angry. Yeah, because my, my brother and my dad have crazy tempers. And so I grew up with it and I refused to do it. I, I went the don't opposite get angry. way. But I so, don't get angry in real life. I go right to understanding, acceptance, whatever. I don't get angry. that's me, but when people push me, when I now, yeah. I tapped into it in acting class, angry. when I hit, get angry, it, if somebody pushes me, I get so angry. Nobody, yeah. no, I'm the only winner. Like nobody wow. can be louder than me and Shit. angrier than me. But wow. I love that I have it. I actually get really excited. And I credit Jack and my other acting teacher, Arthur Mendoza, with that because I actually now get excited after getting angry. I'm like, I just did that. I, I was angry. really angry there because yeah. then you I can do it in acting. Because yeah. if you can't get angry in real life, then it's not going to be real when yeah. you're acting too i just make myself have the real emotions i can't it's not acting i just actually get that way there you go <laughs> yeah um what's your best random celebrity sighting um oh my god okay uh best ra- one was oh i was walking down the street in beverly hills and this wasn't even that long ago and what's his name with the weird name from hannibal um, which I was Mads obsessed Michelson with. Or whatever, yes, yeah. Mads Michelson. Okay. He was like leaving the, just walking down the street in his gym clothes. Nobody else was on the street. And yeah. I was on my, on the phone with my friend, Alicia, who we watched the show together and get wasted drinking bad, cheap red wine together. Right. And I was like, oh my God, you're not going to be And he's walking towards me. And I'm like, I'm like, why am I getting starstruck? I work with like people all the time, but. But you like exciting. your Hannibal. I know. We love our Hannibal. And you were on your phone with her. Um, losing your virginity, thumbs up or thumbs down? Oh, thumbs up. Catherine was amazing. Did you date her for a while? It, um, yeah, for a while. And we kept having sex. And it was Where were great. you? Were you, like, in somebody's house? It, it was at her house, in her bed, after a party. I'd met her that night at the party. You'd met her for the first time? I'd met her for the first I mean, I knew who she was because we all went to high school together. But And she was a year older. So Wait, it was like were you in high school? Yeah, I was in high school. So you met her that night and she uh-huh. gave it up and my, right away. And so it, was, well, it could have been a one-night stand. But scene. apparently this was like her reputation. Yeah. And so she then liked me because I didn't like instantly be like, let's bang again, like over yeah. and over. She was like, we actually did normal stuff and had real conversations. She, I remember she was floored by the fact that at the time she was like you knew that Russia was not the USSR like I knew the difference and that Russia was just like a place like that impressed her because she was like she was a brainy girl yeah like a gorgeous brainy girl but yeah Yeah. and it was good it was all good yeah it was really good I love that All right, let me see it was almost an when I lost it to a guy it was terrible because it was a professor in college and that's a whole other podcast too and he was and then I found out he did that too Tons and tons of people. That's really gross. Oh, the mic thing? went down there. Okay, they're still, Did they it's hear still any going. Of that? No, I think it's still going. All it right. just duped. 
So you, you yeah, had he's, an he's still a, there. He's still you had an affair it. with a producer, a professor. Professor was he? In was he in a the theater professor? But was it gross? Like was it? Was yeah. his attitude gross? I was trying to pretend it wasn't going to happen. I didn't know yeah. if it was going to happen. Like yeah, it's a it's That's a long really story. Gross. If I, yeah, if we had more time, I'd tell the story because it's also funny, but it's also horrible. Because I was trying to like I wanted to watch the Golden Girls and not <laughs> we can be make time for bed. For, okay, okay, we can. We'll we'll do this and then I'll ask you a question about that'll wrap it up nicely. But first, let's okay. okay. Okay, I was fighting horribly yeah. with, with my family back home, and yeah. it was like the holidays, and I wanted to come back early, but I didn't have anywhere to go because they don't open campus and, until, you know, get closer to school is starting. And I was talking to him on the phone about it because he had personal relationships with apparently some of his students. Right. And, um, and uh, the students loved him because he was the best theater teacher. He was really good, just manipulative. And um, I think he runs the department now. And, um, I know it's gets you where you're growing. And, uh, so anyway, we, um, he was like, well, you can stay with me. And I was like, no, that'll be weird. And he was working on his dissertation to get his doctorate. And, and, um, so he wasn't like super old or anything. And, um, and, and he was like, no, 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 come stay with me. I'll sleep on the couch because I'm working on the dissertation out in my living room anyway. And that way. And you can have the bed and it won't be an issue. And I was like, are you sure? And I was like, okay, I just need to get the hell out of here. So I did. I changed my flight. I went out and um, he picks me up at the airport. We get back to his place. And he's like, are you jet lagged? Do you need to take a nap? And I was like, no. I mean, it's we're still in the country. Like, it was a yeah. five-hour flight. Like, I'm fine. It's the middle of the day. And I was like, is it okay if I watch TV while you're working on your dissertation? He's like, yeah. And I turned Golden Girls is on. It was like being rerun constantly. So I'm like watching that, really trying to get over the awkwardness. And um, he walks over in front of the TV, turns it off, and is like, I think, you sh- I think we should take a nap. And I was like, well, that's weird phrasing. Why would he need to take a nap? He lives here, and it's 3 p.m. in the afternoon yeah. or whatever. And I was like, fine. And I remember distinctly, we go to his bed, and I, I curled up a little bit by myself, not, not spooning or anything, and closed my eyes kind of hard, and I just kept thinking please don't let him touch me. Please don't let him touch me. Let's just go to sleep. Let's just go to sleep. Like it going over and over ahead in my mind. And then he, I know it's terrible. It's terrible, creepy and rapey. And then he like touched me. And, and when you're that age, like I got hard if the wind changed, like I was just like up and I was like, well, I guess I'm going to do this, I guess. And, and, um, yeah, he got in and then it comes a little bit of a blur and he tried, he got me, naked or at least half naked and tried to penetrate me and I was like nope and both legs kicked him off of me right and it was like no no sorry that it's not gonna happen yeah. and I went into the bathroom and I closed the door and I was like I'm gonna take a shower now and uh when I came out he was like I'm sorry did it hurt or whatever I was like well and I, I was like that can never happen again. Is that okay? Like, there's never, not, nothing like this is going to happen. I was shocked that now when I look back, I'm like, you handled that relatively well considering what was going on. Wow. He got all teary eyed and did the single tear. And if he hadn't taught us how to do that in class already, I would have fucking believed him. Right? (laughs) You knew that it was a trick. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you. He used his own trick on you. so acting. Yeah. Single tear. Yeah. I was like, yeah, not blinking and focusing on a small spot, like an itch behind your (laughs) eye. Yeah. I know that that makes your eyes water, you little dick. Really? Yeah. Oh, and that night, the Northridge earthquake hit. 
Oh my god! And so I you were staying wo- in his house. Uh huh. And I woke up in the bed alone, of course. And the, and the bookshelf falls and hits like the bed, and like things are shaking. Like I'm halfway through. Like it's almost over by the time I realize what's happening. Right. And I hear him on the other side of the door yelling, "Mark, Mark, are you okay?" Right. And I'm like just trying to figure out what's going on before I respond. And then, um, yeah, and I took that as a sign. I was like, well, if that, I was like, if anything else, that was a sign that that was not supposed to happen. That was a sign from like the universe that none of that was supposed to happen. Was your next time with a guy better? You don't have to go into detail. It was actually a little bit like, it was the same thing. I was like sleeping on a camping trip with a bunch of people from LMU and one of the students was reaching over the fat girl sleeping between us. Well, she was, she was overweight. She wasn't like fat, whatever. And started rubbing my crotch through the sleeping bag. Yeah. But then I was into it and then I became the aggressor and like pulled him and started making out so I could like try it for the first time. There you go. And then he freaked out and went back in the closet. Until he came out of college, and then he was, like, the biggest queen I ever met. It's crazy. (laughs) All right. Um, Sorry, this was super long. No, it's good. It's perfect. talk a lot. Why do you love acting? And then we'll wrap it up. Um, I love it because of how creative it is and how collaborative it is and how many different projects I get to work on, how many different people I get to be as well as... I get to, like, meet all the people that are the reason I got into this industry. Like, the reason I wanted to act. Like, the it's like I wanted... To, I was obsessed with all these people, you know? And it's... and It's, it's like a dream. It's cool. Yeah. I love, love it. it. I all still right. love it. I still get excited every time I walk onto a studio a lot. No matter how small or big the role is. Like, I just get excited. Good. For all the history. that I was a huge Hollywood buff as a kid. Yeah. Well, so, I love you, Mark Cirillo. You always you. have great energy. You always support your friends. You always got a smile on your face. And I, yeah, I've always loved you ever since Different Light, the Different Light days. And me, you. And there you go. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks again to Mark Cirillo. Check out his work on Day Drunk Gaze. It's online. You can watch it all anytime you want. And you can also check him out on Netflix's Wet Hot American Summer First Day of Camp. All right. So this happened. Um, I went to two shows this past weekend. One was Nicole Payone's uh, Riding with Nicole show on the Double Decker Bus, which was talked about in a previous podcast. I went with my friend Ed, and we went to the 6 p.m. sort of Twilight show. And it was so beautiful driving around L.A. at that time. And Nicole was so funny, and it was so interesting and fun and lovely to be out under the opening air. It was a beautiful night. She told stories about her exes, and she added a little detail to that Alexander Sarsgaard anecdote she shared in the podcast that I won't reveal here because it's a a fun part of the show. But, you know, suffice it to say that uh, he said something quite provocative. Alexander. Um, And then the next night, I went to see August Osage County with my friends Rebecca and Scott at the Will Gear Theatricum Botanicum. And if you live in L.A., maybe you've been there. It's this cool outdoor theater in Topanga Canyon. And I started going there years ago. And it's Will Gear from the Waltons started it. And it's his family carrying it on. And Ellen Gear, who I think is his daughter... um, is in, like, a lot of the shows. She always plays the crazy matriarch, you know, whatever the, the show-stopping part is, and she played Violet in August Osage County. And it was just fabulous. Out Under the Stars, we had the uh, Blood Moon last night, and um, it, I love going to shows like that in little theater companies or uh, theme park shows I like to see because I like to imagine the behind-the-scenes goings-on like, who's banging who, and who has a crush on who, and 
who's in love with the guy who doesn't know he's gay yet, you know. Like, especially when you go to, like, King, Kids of the Kingdom show at Disneyland or whatever. I like to imagine all of the, the backstage intrigue with the summer interns and all that stuff that's going on. And how exciting it must be for them. And how all the fun stuff is over in my life, basically. <laughs> no, that's not... I wasn't going there, and I just ended up there. Um, but that's enough. All right. God bless theater. Um, and I'm very excited to be reading about Spring Awakening uh, doing so well on Broadway because I have a buddy in it, Alex Wise. So if you're in New York, go see uh, Spring Awakening. I saw it when it was here, the Deaf West production, and it's spectacular. So theater, theater, theater. Oh, and I also saw Hit the Wall at the Gay and Lesbian Center. I don't know if I talked about that yet, but it's a really cool play with music about Stonewall. And unlike the current movie, which is being lambasted. Um, the reviews for this are great, and I've seen it, and it really is great. So go see Hit the Wall. All right, that's all. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Dennis Anyone. Bye!